Chapter Nine of Grace Harlowe's Junior Year at High School by Jessie Graham Flower. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christine Blashford. Chapter Nine: The Rescue Party. It was with mingled feelings of excitement and trepidation that Grace Harlowe and Jessica Bright hurried toward the office of the latter's father the following afternoon. Now that they were fairly started on their mission of rescue, they were not quite so confident as to the result. To be sure, they had unlimited faith in Jessica's father, but it was so much easier to talk about taking Mabel away from Miss Brant than to do it. "'I'm terribly afraid of facing her,' confided Jessica to Grace. "'She is the terror of Oakdale, you know.' "'She can't hurt us,' said Grace. "'Your father will do all the talking. All we need to do is to take charge of Mabel after Miss Brant gives her up.' "'Well, young ladies,' said Mr. Bright, as the two girls entered his office, "'I see you are prompt in keeping your appointment. Let us go at once, for I must be back here at five o'clock.' "'What are you going to say to that terrible woman, papa?' shuddered Jessica, as they neared the Brant home. "'I'm afraid she'll scratch your eyes out.' "'Am I really in such serious danger?' asked Mr. Bright, in mock alarm. "'I am glad I brought you girls along to protect me.' "'You haven't any idea what a crank she is, Mr. Bright,' laughed Grace. "'She fairly snarled at us the other day when we were coming from school, "'because she said we were taking up the whole sidewalk. "'Poor little Mabel, no wonder she has a scared look in her eyes all the time.' "'Well, here we are,' responded Mr. Bright, as he rang the bell. "'Now for the tug-of-war.' As he spoke, the door was opened by Mabel, who positively shook in her shoes when she saw her visitors. "'Don't be frightened,' whispered Grace, taking her hand. "'We have come for you.' "'May I speak with Miss Brandt?' asked Mr. Bright courteously, as they stepped into the narrow hall. Before Mabel had time to answer, a tall, raw-boned woman with a hard, forbidding face shoved her aside and confronted them. It was Miss Brandt herself. "'Well, what do you want?' she said rudely. "'Good afternoon,' said Mr. Bright courteously. "'Am I speaking to Miss Brandt?' "'I guess likely you are,' responded the woman. "'And you better state your business now, for I've no time to fool away on strangers.' "'You have a young girl with you by the name of Mabel Allison, have you not?' asked Mr. Bright. "'Yes, I have. What's the matter with her? Has she been getting into mischief? If she has, I'll tan her hide,' said Miss Brandt, with a threatening gesture. "'On the contrary,' replied Mr. Bright, "'I hear very good reports of her. Has she lived with you long?' "'That's none of your business,' snapped Miss Brandt. "'If you've come here to quiz me and pry around about her, you can get right out, for I'm not answering any fool questions.' "'I will not trouble you with further questions,' replied Mr. Bright, "'but will proceed at once to business. "'I have come to take Miss Mabel away with me. "'She has found friends who are willing to help her "'until she finishes her education, and she wishes to go to them.' "'Oh, she does, does she?' sneered the woman mockingly. "'Well, you just take her, if you dare.' "'Have you legally adopted her?' asked Mr. Bright quietly. "'That's none of your business, either. "'You get out of my house, or I'll throw you out, "'and these two snips of girls with you,' almost screamed Miss Brant. "'That will do,' said Mr. Bright sternly. "'We will go, but we shall take Miss Mabel with us. "'I am a lawyer, Miss Brandt, "'and I have positive proof that this child is not bound to you in any way. "'You took her from the orphanage on trial, "'exactly as you might hire a servant. "'You did not even take the trouble to have yourself appointed her guardian. "'You agreed to pay her for her work, "'but blows and harsh words are the only payment "'she has ever received at your hands. "'She wishes to leave you, "'because she can no longer endure life with you.' "'You haven't the slightest claim upon her, and she is perfectly free to do as she chooses. "'She is not of age yet, but as you are not her guardian, "'you had no right to take money that she has earned from her, "'and she can call you to account for it if she chooses. "'However, you have imposed upon her for the last time, "'for she shall not spend another hour under your roof.' "'You touch her if you dare, she shan't leave this house,' said the woman in a furious tone. "'Mabel,' said Mr. Bright to the young girl, who was cowering at one end of the hall, 
get your things and come at once we will wait for you as for you turning to miss brant if you try to stop her you will soon find yourself in a most unpleasant position i am certain that if you think back for an instant you will realize that you have forfeited all right to object for a moment miss brant stood speechless with anger then in her wrath she poured forth such a flood of abuse that the rescue party stared in amazement never had they seen such an exhibition of temper when mabel appeared her shabby hat in her hand miss brant reached forward and tore the hat from her don't you dare leave my house with any of my property you baggage she hissed i paid for that hat and for the clothes you're wearing and you'll send every stitch you've on back to me or i'll have you arrested for stealing come on mabel said grace putting her arm around the shrinking little figure don't pay any attention to her she isn't worth bothering over you can send her back her ridiculous things you are going to be happy now and forget all about this cruel terrible woman you brazen imp you screamed the woman and rushed at grace who stood perfectly still looking the angry woman in the face with such open scorn in her grey eyes that miss brant drew back and stood scowling at her her hands working convulsively come girls said mr bright we have no more time to waste if you have anything to say to me miss brant you can always find me at my office on east main street the clothing now worn by miss mabel will be returned to you in due season good afternoon mr bright bowing politely motioned to the three young girls to precede him and the party went quietly down the walk leaving miss brant in the open door shaking her fist and uttering dire threats as for mabel she collapsed utterly crying as though her heart would break grace and jessica exerted every effort to quiet her sobs and after a little she looked up and smiling through her tears said brokenly i can't believe that it's all true that i shall never have to go back there again i'm afraid that it's all a dream and that i'll wake up and find her standing over me can she get me again she said turning piteously to mr bright my dear little girl he said taking her hand she can't touch you i'll adopt you myself before i'll let you go back to her now run along with jessica and forget all about what has passed good-bye grace you see your rescue party proved a success good-bye daughter take good care of mabel i'll have to hurry now or miss my appointment mr bright beamed on the three girls raised his hat and hurried down the street leaving them to proceed slowly toward jessica's home passers-by glanced curiously at the hatless shabby young girl as she walked between grace and jessica clinging to their hands as though expecting every minute to be snatched from them well girls said grace here is my street i must leave you now be good children and she was interrupted by an exultant shriek and a second later five girls appeared as by magic and gleefully surrounded the rescue party the phi sigma tau was out in full force hurrah shrieked nora waving her school bag we have met the enemy and they are ours tell us about it quickly why didn't you let me go along i was dying to cross swords with that old stone face then everyone talked at once surrounding mabel and asking her questions until grace said laughing stop it girls let her get used to you gradually don't come down on her like an avalanche mabel however was equal to the occasion she answered their questions without embarrassment and seemed quietly pleased at their demonstrations you are the child of the sorority now mabel said miriam nesbit and we are your adopted mothers you will have your hands full trying to please all of us stop teasing her said anne or she'll run away before she is fairly adopted it is very uncertain as to whether she will ever go further than my house said jessica calmly i need mabel more than do the rest of you but perhaps if you're good i'll loan her to you occasionally come on mabel let's go home before they spoil you completely considering the fact that the bright family did two-thirds of the rescuing i suppose we shall have to respect your claim said nora but remember jessica that generosity is a beautiful virtue to cultivate 
End of chapter 9.